Sorry, my cat's Previously been biting me lately, front. so I can't afford to buy a boat. You know what they used to call me in the army, right? Mr. Mr. Fisher, that's right, yeah, that's right. right. No matter what the resources, I would make it work. Yeah. God. Oh. Welcome to your worst nightmare. It's mom. I think this place is like starting to get to her. You've been going out there for weeks now. You're not seeing what's happening here. Help your mom get everybody secure, tucked away. And when I get home tonight, we will talk. I promise. The only way for us to go home is to wake everyone up. Adam, stop! I found something. Something I think is going to help us. Mom! No! to go go where where are we going you go first i'll follow you down we need to get to town no we have to go to the tree you have to get inside the tree no you'll be safe what? go go no way find your brother i'll be right by you went through a faraway tree honey what's going on What's happening? We're digging a big hole in the basement. We're gonna find out where the electricity comes from. Is anybody out there? All I got was some static, but it worked. I think if we get it up over the tree line and we get it enough power, I think we could get a signal out. How do you propose we get up over the tree line? We start by going to the high ground. If these voices are real, if something here is communicating with you, then that means you're connected to this place in a way that no one else here is. But we need proof. What is this? They said they watched you bury the bag and that this is proof that they're real. I have Sarah tied up in the basement of the church. Tell me you're joking. That girl may be the key to unlocking all this. That girl may be the way we all go home. Let's take a walk. Where are we going? Find our way home. Okay. Well, welcome to the final edition of From the Throw the Spaghetti at the Wall final episode. On... No, this is a episode uh, nine. Remember? Yeah, this is the final episode. Yeah. No, no, this is the, the penultimate <gasps> episode. Is there another episode? Yeah, there's episode ten. We're doing nine, and then we're gonna record ten. Oh, oh, you know what? I am ahead of the game, and I am so sorry. My uh, everything else still sticks, though. Uh, this is definitely a spaghetti at the wall series. They are just throwing everything at us, and some stuff seems to stick, and then some stuff seems to sort of slide off. And man, I don't know about you, but I am so confused about what is going on. So let's talk about what happened in this episode. I am joined by Kinte. Kinte, hi, how are you? I'm doing amazing, and I am very excited to talk about episode nine. So let's get right into it. Give me some thoughts. What did you think about this episode all together? Um, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't in love with the episode. Uh, it was... Uh, it was, I was hoping for a little bit more. And uh, I mean, there were some good moments in there. But overall, I really felt like, I felt like it was lacking. I wish. Yeah. I, yeah. L I little. I, I feel like a little bit of uh, timing 
was maybe off in this episode. Uh, Some things kind of dragged a bit. And uh, then there's some other things that are like, you know, okay, we get it, right? Uh, And uh, again, this is... uh, Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to collect my thoughts here, and I'm going to say this. And tell me if you think that this is way off base, or if you agree, or if you have your own thoughts about it. Okay. Uh, uh, I feel like the problem with making uh, a show like this is not that your audiences won't want to be eager to find out what's going on because I was, uh, I mean, I was hanging on every little thing, looking for symbols, looking for, I mean, I was super into it. And now it's episode nine and I am not so in love with everything that's going on. In fact, I feel like there are kind of beating me over the head with a bunch of, inane details that I cannot decide whether I should pay attention to or not pay attention to. And the problem with that is that if you want me to stay involved and, uh, and connected to the story, then you have to give me something, right? You have to give me some clues so that I can keep going. And I feel like it's not just that we don't get any clues. It's that every clue always seems important. And that's a problem. So tell me, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly, oh, I hate to say it, but I just feel like it, it needed to jump a little bit more than it has. And it just had it, it hasn't jumped enough for me to go, okay, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with you. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's very, it's disappointing. I, I, I think, I think there's a way that, that the storytelling is going, which maybe on paper and in a book would have been fabulous. I mean, like I can imagine myself reading this and being just absolutely enthralled, but the advantage to reading a story like this is that, I'd get inner monologue and hopefully uh, the kind of uh, storytelling pieces that sort of come from outside of the world, right? Your third person perspective, which is the God perspective. I'm looking down on everything. And so I can tell you what little things might be important, maybe not, but at least you kind of get them in context. Here, everything feels like it is out of context. And listen, maybe this is intentional. I I feel like it's possible that it is intentional, but they are doing something that is detrimental. And you know, I, I... Listen, if I'm a fan, I'm a fan. I'm going to stay with it. I love it. You know, I will really go to the ends of the earth to find reasoning to make it work. And in this case, I'm I'm losing reasons to be invested. Okay, you showed me characters. I loved them. I, I want to be involved in who they are. But show me how they're connected to the story in a way that isn't rambling. Because that's what I feel like we're doing right now. We're rambling, right? Right, yeah. So, I I mean, in terms of the events of this episode, yeah, there was some stuff that moved the story forward. But the question to me is, where are we going? So, let me ask you, what is it that you think that, where do you ultimately think we're heading? Honestly, I have no freaking clue. Uh, And it kind of concerns me 
like sometimes I love that feeling, you know, of, oh, wow, I have no idea where this is going and this is awesome. But I, with this is a little concern more so than awesomeness. Um, I feel like the stakes aren't high enough in this episode. And I'm not saying that people don't feel like, you know, or it doesn't feel like people are in mortal danger because we've already established that they're always in mortal danger, but each individual story arc feels like it's not in danger. It feels, um, it feels, why in episode nine, are we still just now exploring more of the relationship between the characters why are we like some things just don't feel like they've been timed properly and so at this point it feels like everything is being done to the detriment of the main story which is this really meaty drama that could be awesome and instead i just feel like wow you know it's just a little bit lackluster there's you know what what's left here and i'm going to make a comparison here um because i don't i don't i'm not saying that like this is an epics problem but this is definitely a problem that the shows on epics seem to have at this moment uh i watched a series before this called chapel wait which is the prequel to salem's lot so the stephen king story right and uh it it's got a great cast. Uh, it's got Adrian Brody in it. The Everything is phenomenal in that whole retelling. But there are episodes in that season that just feel like your nails are scraping on chalkboard because it's, it's not the good kind of, oh, everything is discordant. It's the, we have no idea what is going on here. Why are you even showing this to us? Like, there has to be better setup, and that's what I feel like we're missing. So I get, you know, we want a big drama and we want a big reveal, but I mean, where do you think? Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. Where do you think? Where do you think the characters from at this point can possibly go? I mean, we've established that we've got these core characters, and we know that nobody is actually safe, right? Because they killed Father Cautry. I mean, it feels like okay, nobody's actually safe anybody could die right but we also have this like running sort of almost you know theme that there are some characters that feel like they are safe from harm there are central are real central characters um where do you think they're going do you think that there is like are you feeling like there is a a possible outcome for these guys that is going to make sense by the finale your guess is good as mine I honestly, I, I hate to give answers like this because, you know, I think people turn in, they tune into our our shows and they're looking for, you know, us to do it. But honestly, I don't know. I was very excited. Like, I, I you know, I was very excited for um, this finale, you know? Right. I mean, not finale. We're not at the finale yet. My bad. Um, I was very excited about you know, as you knew from when listening to me talk about um, the uh, the show, right? I was very, I was on board, you right. know, sign me up. And then 
this this episode happened and I was a little disappointed because you know we we even talked about the uh penultimate episode sometimes that's right it's, it's almost like the finale right we had the whole conversation about it so we were like well which one is going to be it and then you know tr- sticking to this episode um it, I don't think it had enough weight gravitas to get us to the finale. So I'm, I'm going to throw something in there. So I, I think that what they were trying to do, and I, you know, I, look, I'm not on the writing team. So, and I have not, <laughs> right. God forbid, n- nobody's ever actually asked my opinion on this, but let me tell you what I think. Right. So, uh, so one of the things that happens in this episode is there's suicide. And right. That is sort of a, a central piece to break up, if you will, uh, right. what's happening. Because that person, now they're all working on collecting all the wire that they possibly can to build this radio tower. And they, they've got everybody working, basically, on collecting lumber. and Okay, and then Donna loses it. She loses it, I think... And it's understandable if you really go back and think about who she is as a character. She's falling apart because she realizes that this is futile. And she's tired of pinning hopes on things that have no hope. And so much like the suicide, she, although clearly she's not ready to, you know, leave the world, she just, there is something really overwhelmingly sad and angry about Donna. And I I totally understand that. And that feels like that should have been the gravitas of the episode, but it wasn't because instead of making that a core tenant of the whole episode, Hey, you know, we got to take a break. We have to bury this person. Uh, We need to have the characters reflect a little bit about the hopelessness of the situation and that they are trying to create hope out of nothing. Instead of that, it feels way more procedural. And so we lose the emotion. We even lose the connection of the emotion that Donna has to give to us. Um, And that's where I feel like things really went off the rail because Boyd and Sarah in the forest, I mean, whatever was happening out there, uh, it's not good. You know, there's something clearly maybe even more Maleficent out there. Uh, and that's huge. That's absolutely huge. But even that is sort of overpowered by the lackluster back and forth of, okay, well, is Sarah going to survive? Well, of course she's going to survive. Um, and then the idea that, that I don't know, it just feels like... It feels like they are trying to create too much normalcy out of the abnormal and not allowing us as the audience to feel like, no, this is too crazy. This is just so crazy. And it's weird because I don't remember having this very same kind of idea in Lost, but feeling like this in Lost, right? You know what I mean? Right. I know exactly what you're saying. So, you know, what, what, okay, let me ask you this question then. Uh, what moments in this episode stood out to you as, hey, this is, this is sort of 
an, an inflection point. This, here, here's some important pieces to go through. Um, well, the suicide, I've, you know, definitely, I, I feel like that was a, a good kind of um, background tapestry, if you will, mm -hmm. of what was going on in the episode. Like, I thought that was, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was good, you know? I mean, obviously, suicide is very sad, so... Um, so, you know, that's, a, that's dark subject matter, right? Right. So I thought that was good. You know, I thought that was, uh, a good place to, uh, to start, but, um, I don't know. It, it just was, I don't know the overall, it was just weak. And, you know? and then. We, you know, we have, we still have, after all these years, we still have the interpersonal relationships happening that feel like, um, despite the fact that, that, I don't know, it just, I, I guess the, I guess the timing sequence feels like it's just off because we as the audience come in all at the same time, but these people have all come in at different times to the setting. And because of that, we don't know how long or we don't know like how well things have been established. So when Christy um, is talking about how she felt about the, um, and I'm so sorry that I don't remember his name, but the person that committed suicide, um, it, of course, I mean, that to me feels like, yeah, that's a good moment to sort of extrapolate on. But instead she makes it about, um, about the sheriff, I mean, about the deputy, and then it stops being important to me because it, because there is no explanation then, which I feel like we get a little bit later about her inner conflict about leaving her partner and thinking about doing something different. Like, it's just, there's there are timing issues in this that just don't, however they put this all together i feel like they edited it out of a kind of continuity stream that would have worked if it had been cobbled together a little bit differently you know right yeah. um okay so so let's talk about boyd and sarah boyd and sarah are out in the forest what did you think about what was happening out there uh it was uneventful i mean well, they, the thing in the tent happened. Well, I mean, okay, at the very end, yes. That was uh, not uneventful. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about to get us there, you know, to get us there to the uh, yeah. very end. Um, I don't think that the um, the momentum, because I think uh, a lot of this stuff is about momentum, right? And I just don't think that the momentum that... Uh, was all that awesome, you know, to get us to that point in the episode. I mean, that was a pretty cool ending to the episode, right? Right. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, one of my favorite stories, which is no surprise to anybody, is The Lord of the Rings, right? And okay. it, it actually is about <clears throat> a couple of people who, I mean, there's other stuff that happens too, but right. central theme, a couple of people are walking from one place to another. And 
I love that. I mean, it is not the walking around and talking thing that is the problem. It's what they're saying. It's how they are conveying the importance of what's happening. Boyd, to me, at this point, feels very much like he is... I mean, he might as well go apply for a job at uh, the International House of Pancakes with the amount of time that he waffles at sometimes he's super serious and then other times it sounds like he's just being flippant and I don't understand what is what is it that he thinks he's going to get out of Sarah is it something that Father Khatri said is it something that he just innately kind of feels I don't get it I don't I don't feel like I have that connection and then there's Sarah and listen this is no I'm not trying to harsh the job that the actress did, but that okay. character is so whiny that I, 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 She's really, annoying. I cringe when she is on screen I, and I don't think it's not the actress. It is definitely the character. The character is just written. Yes. So annoying. I'm glad I'm not the only one that, that thought about that. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't with her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, it, it's not even just what the, uh, it's not even just what um, the character, ha, you know, has done negatively to the group. It's just, yeah. if you, if you erase all of that, just her character is, is annoying. And I feel, you know, sometimes I feel bad for actresses be, or actors because they may be really talented, but sometimes their characters are just not likable. And, it, you know, no fault of their own, but, you know, it's just kind of what it is. Well, I, I, I think, okay, so there's a lot of ways to do this, right? They didn't want to villainize Sarah and make her into a real villain because that would have defeated the purpose of the Sarah character. I get that. But there does come a time when I feel like they could have raised the stakes a little bit with Sarah and gave her the ability to take a little bit more agency over herself. And that's where I'm having a problem. She doesn't seem to have any agency over herself. And listen, I get that she is like some kind of medium for whatever is happening here. I, I totally get that. But that's got to be balanced with she has some agency over herself. Otherwise, otherwise it feels like she's just a puppet. Otherwise, it doesn't feel like we are watching anything truly important happening other than just a puppet performing for us. And that, I don't think, is what was intended. Um, but Boyd's reaction to her also feels like it is just all over the map. I, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't understand what she's supposed to do or how. I mean, I get why Father Katri may think that she can help, but I, I, it's not clear yet on how that can be achieved. And they're not really doing a great job. I mean, I understand we're going to find out when we find out, but I, I don't know, man. I honestly, I'm, I, I feel like the last, well, well we're just going to focus on this episode that this episode just, I, it was, Okay, this is my issue with this episode. Is Go for 
the show's been going slow, right? Right. You know, and there's some been some moments, right? Yep. And the idea, the idea in our head is that, okay, it, this is going somewhere. So, like, in the end, it's going to pay off, right? And it's going to be awesome, right? The problem right. with this episode was they set it up, but it just felt like another episode. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like the stakes were high. It didn't feel like I mean right. they kind of did with the tower to a certain degree, but it it wasn't the stakes weren't high enough. They weren't, right. you know what I'm saying? And yep. and then to go into the to the finale, you need to feel like, oh wow, like you really are pushing towards something amazing. And the problem was, uh, and, and since we're talking about Boyd and Sarah. You have, you know, the, the tent scene was interesting, but then, you know, that was a little, that's really weak too. So I don't know, man. It's it's, it's like, I don't hate, like, I haven't, I'm still interested in what's going on in the show, but I'm just a little mm -hmm. disappointed that, you know, I don't know if it was a budget issue or what, but it seemed kind of small for, you know, we've, I felt like we've had small the whole season. This is when you go big. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I don't, man, I wish I could say that, like, I thought it was some kind of constraint like that, but I don't think that's what it is. I think, honestly, that all the pieces are there, but the way that they are telling the story, the way that they are editing it all together, the way that they are stressing certain things at certain times is making it really difficult to understand what is happening here. And if I could sort of back up a little bit, um, one of the things that a lot of series, especially series that work in horror and supernatural suspense, one of the things that you do is you don't necessarily tip your hand too early because you want people to be invested in what is going to come next so you lead people on and maybe you even you know bring them like around a corner and show them a red herring and the, but you always bring them back to central point because you have to otherwise they won't know what's going on and i i know this is a really bad metaphor but honestly i feel like i I'm traveling around and around and around and around and around the town, just like the people are. And I shouldn't be feeling that way because I'm the audience. I'm not a character. You don't, as a writer, I should, as a writer, you shouldn't be making your audiences feel like they are stuck. You have to give your audiences that little gleam of something that the characters aren't seeing and you're special because you get to see it. You know, like that's the, there is something that is just elementally missing out of this. And it's that little spark of magic that takes a good story to a great story because of the way that it's told. And I, again, I feel like they have all of the elements. I don't even really care that everything is sort of, you know, low budget and not, I, I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is the out of time and sync feeling that I get continually about not understanding 
the directions that everyone is going in and why does it matter? Why does it matter that, cause I keep going back to this. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? What can, that, can I, Oh, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I, I was just going to say like all of the interpersonal relationships that we're learning don't seem to make any difference at all. They have no effect on the plot. The plot is just unfolding whether the characters want to be a part of it or not. It's just happening. And that bugs the heck out of me. Why show us all the rest of this stuff then? I mean, really? Just to fill time? I, I don't, that part just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. Um, what I was suggesting is um, I feel like a lot of what we're t- touching on is finale too, you know, because uh, we're recording this um, after the finale. We oh no! Oh no! I, oh no! I have I have a whole different take on the finale. I mean, honestly, I have a whole different take. No, so so what I'm <laughs> suggesting is maybe we should. I feel like we've covered everything because there's very little to cover uh, right. in this episode. Maybe we should just go ahead and and um, close this episode out and uh, go to the finale because I feel like I feel like because um, a lot of things that I want to say. I don't. I would like to more or less say for the finale. For the finale. But okay. I, so but I, I, uh-huh, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna say sure. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, there is one thing that I do want to touch on, and that is. Um, okay. And that is the this idea that we are telling a story inside of a story, and I think that this is important. I I I, I mean, like this is not a new trope, but it's definitely I think an essential trope. Don't forget that Victor's pictures are it's very essentially important to what's going on here as are Ethan's uh, storytelling capacity for uh, making up the, uh, the, the monsters and, and basically being able to narrate this. There is something about that that is important. And we see a little piece of that in this episode where he's going through the pictures and he's trying to put the pictures in the order that they would go. And so I didn't want to lose sight of that because I do think that that is, that's one of the facets that I think could have been amazing and didn't quite make it. But I, I did really like that shout out. It was a good shout out. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this part up then and we'll move into the finale and we'll have a deeper discussion about the whole series as it sort of stands um, and what happened in the finale. So let's, uh, I guess let's just tell each other how we can find uh, on social media our presence and then we'll move into the finale. Sure. Um, you can get me at Kente F on uh, Twitter. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, Kente F on Twitter. Kente Ferguson, F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N on Instagram. And of course, the website is the indyradio.com that's the indy radio.com and how can they get you jen people can find me at moviesandmeals.com and uh also do another couple of podcasts including one called pilot series which is actually really fun to do and then the thursday nights we also do one that's called the movie potluck everybody brings a movie and some food and we have a really good time discussing it so that's and uh what is there one tonight there is one tonight it is on the uh importance of social change movies that created social change 
Okay. All right. All right. So uh, we'll see you guys.